0: Chance to take a pot shot when I'm not here, so I was fully expecting. I don't a, even think that was a pot shot. Yeah, you know, I was fully expected some, you know, some kind of shot across the bow. But hey, you know, what? I'm back here, ready to roll. And uh, what was surprising to me was the host country of France. There was French French families there with uh, uh, USA jerseys on, which I thought was pretty cool, pretty interesting.
1: Why do you, did you talk? Why were they? Uh, I guess you did. You know why they were wearing? Like American jerseys, are just, were they grateful for the help in World War II, or were they just, uh, <laughs> were they just, were they just cheering on the U.S. since they both have red, white, and blue? <laughs> they stink so bad you can't even make it up. Now here, your hosts of the Short Thing, Warren Shore and Ryan Silva. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into this edition of The Shore Thing right here on Talk Radio 1190. I'm your host, Warren Shore, and we're going to do a little bit of a best-of show today. I was at Cotton Bowl Media Day on Thursday. got to talk to some Penn State players and some Memphis players, so that is going to be the first half of the show. But before before we get into that, please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and the iHeartRadio podcast app. That's going to be The Shore Thing, S-C-H. O R R. Also follow us on Twitter at the Shore Thing. Had some stuff from Media Day there yesterday at the Cotton Bowl. Some good behind the scenes stuff, and we'll tweet out some funny videos. And that's where you can go for all of the old shows if you want. So please subscribe, rate, and re- review on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio app, and then uh, follow us on Twitter at the Shore Thing. Uh, so Ryan's not here for the best stuff show. He's at the Cowboy game. Uh, so we will have some interviews from the Memphis players and from the Penn State players. Penn State's going to be the first part, the first segment. The second segment is going to be the Memphis players. We also got into a little uh, Texas barbecue, Memphis barbecue debate. Problem was only nine players on Memphis are from Texas, so I thought that was going to be good. Only got to talk to three of them. Those were the only three available for media coverage, so it's a small, small sample size on who has the better barbecue, but we'll still uh, play a couple clips Uh, From that, but first we're going to get started with our Penn State interviews. We're going to start with Noah Kane and Devin Ford, two freshman running backs that have made impacts for the uh, Nittany Lions this year. Mainly Noah Kane; he had two games where he rushed for over 100 yards this year. He got injured, uh, so he's going to be healthy for the Cotton Bowl. But it was very enjoyable to talk to both of them. It's about uh, five, six minutes total with both of them, separate interviews. Uh, So uh, hope you guys enjoy that. Hey Noah. Uh, so I saw you play at Den Guy your freshman year. I couldn't believe that you were a freshman when I looked at the thing. Year. It was against Allen, I think you played him. Maybe your freshman or sophomore year was, it was one of the best running backs. Uh, you were one of the best running backs I've seen play in high school. So when you went to IMG, how did that help you prepare for the college uh, your freshman year here at Penn State? Competing, honestly. Uh, you know, I got
2: criticized a lot for going to IMG because, you know, I wasn't going to be able to get the stats or accolades, which I really didn't care about. It was more about getting ready for this level. And uh, ING paired me from all the off the field, you know, as far as mentally and competing. You know, what I learned at in ING is that you may not get the most opportunities you want, but you got to make the most of every opportunity you get. You know, honestly, when I learned here, I said, you know, I'm going to be ready when my number is called. You know, I, and I told myself, if I make a play when I get the ball, they going to keep giving me the ball. So that was just kept going through my head, you know, when they called my number.
1: Was there anything that you expected that the guys at IMG didn't uh, prepare you for for your freshman year at Penn State? Or is it has it kind of been how you expected college to be so far? I, it's kind of how I expected it to be because
2: at IMG, I was going up against D1 guys every practice. Yeah. And so uh, really the biggest difference was honestly just the playbook, you know, just the... Uh, just the guys, the size, you know. So, like,
1: IG prepared me, you know, for everything that I, you know, expected. It's like the speed goes up another. Like, every level it goes up. It's a different speed. So, I know you had the injury, but were you... A- I, everyone has self-belief, but I mean when you're still putting up the numbers as a freshman, you got to that's got to feel pretty good You got to feel pretty good about yourself. That's so, yeah, I, I really feel like I started scratch the surface,
2: you know Do the adversity that I had and so and that's why this game is big for me You know just to go back out there and showcase my skill set you know, I've been really anxious to play for a while. So I, I'm just really excited to get back on the field
1: so, as a fr- how's your first bowl experience as a freshman? I know the seniors, they've been to a bunch of but for you as a freshman, how's this been? Well, it's been great. It's unbelievable. Um, like I tell one of the other guys, a lot, of, a lot of
2: people don't get this opportunity to play a New Year's 6 game at all in their college career. So, just to be on this stage at this early in my career, it's a good feeling.
1: And you said your
2: mom and some of your family going to be at the game Saturday? Yes, sir, yeah. My mom, you know, some uh, some old family and friends, you know, I had lived in Dallas. They're going to be at the game as well. Did you ever,
1: when you were a Guy, did you play at Cowboy Stadium or
2: not? I played here my freshman year. Okay. It's uh, San Angelo Central. Okay.
1: So that, that was, uh, I've been here before. So it's not, not the stage, not too big. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thank That's you. Great. So, you just heard a quick little interview there with Noah Kane, who was a freshman running back. We now talk to the other freshman running back for Penn State who's made a name for himself this season. That is going to be Devin Ford. So, uh, it was a good time talking to him a little bit. Again, another little quick interview, but we got some good stuff out of Devin. So, hope you guys enjoy that some of these guys are at. So, how has it been your first experience in college football as a freshman? Is it everything that I guess you expected, or are there some challenges? or How's it
3: been? Uh, it's been pretty well. I believe that this year, for me, um, I never knew what to expect at all. <laughs> So, you know, it was a new, obviously, a new new map, new format, just of everything, you know, coming in through practices and games and just the way you, the offense that conducts itself. I had to get used to that throughout the season. So, you know, so I got used to it. And I like the you know, fifth, fourth game of the season. But, like, obviously, you know, coming in, you just didn't know what to expect. So, like, it went really pretty well. I thought, um, I thought I had a really good season for me uh, that I just did what I was asked for, you know what I'm saying, and did what was needed of me and filled my Dudes.
1: yeah so you have Noah, another freshman running back i saw him play in high school when he was in, De- in texas but how would you say that you guys kind of you guys have a good friendship how you guys the whole running backs get along together Tell you do you guys get along how's the running back type of situation i know you got you guys are all really really talented i mean obviously everybody wants to play but you got to just be ready i guess yeah. You gotta be ready when our number is called. Obviously, we all prepared the
3: same. I mean, uh, we all get cu- taught the same things, you know what I'm saying? And uh, whoever gets in the game, who has the opportunity to play, they're gonna make that opportunity and make it happen. Um, I believe that our running back group is definitely <laughs> definitely uh, really tight. And uh, we just cheer each other on no matter what circumstances it is. And we always pick each other up whenever we're down. And uh, that's just how we, that's how we
1: are. Uh, do you feel like you got enough airtime on your HBO 24 7? <laughs> <laughs> I
3: mean, honestly. I could ask for a little bit more, but no, no, no. I think I had a really good, uh, I think I had a good enough every time, I guess, me and Key, and they had a little Academic uh,
1: They gave the defensive alignment, they were like the only players they showed. I went back and rewatched it this morning because I knew it was coming. I'm, I was like, it's only the defensive alignment, yeah, You got to give some the, other guys.
3: Give the a lot more chance because, like, you know, our room is definitely special. Yeah. We have a lot of fun times in there. There's always arguments or fights or whatever. Anything can happen in our room. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like they should have had more time on us. But yeah, it's all right. We're
1: going to let the D line keep everything. We're going to do what we got to do behind the scenes. All right. Do you think that people, do you yeah. think that was like a. I take it you watched the episode, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you think that was a. I don't obviously accurate portrayal, but do you think people got another kind of look inside with the student athlete as to go through the uh, like they might not expect? that These are long. is a long, long days that you guys are dealing with. Yeah, it's uh, definitely went into like a telescope, you know, focusing
3: on just the academic part of a student athlete, and uh, it's a lot of time. I mean, you come out after practice at seven o'clock, and we have to go to study hall from to ten, so that's another three hours on top of a whole practice and a lift that we just did, and we have to you know, study math and English. And, <laughs> and it's uh, it's definitely a doozy, but, you know, you get it done with the people that's in the academic building, you know, our, our academic staff, you know. They just help every single day to help, help us get our work done and help us, you know, be able to be
1: successful in the academic process. All right, one last question. Uh, have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich? And do you, if you have, do you think it's better than Chick-fil-A? I have not had
3: the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I haven't been around a Popeye's since. I'm thinking about going home and trying it.
1: Well, get, there's like 10 around here just get it to your uh just put a little late night order in some of them i appreciate it so we just heard from noah kane and we also just heard from devin ford two guys on the uh in the running backs room for penn state they are freshman running backs very talented guys especially uh noah kane so very excited to watch them going forward now we're going to shift to the defensive side of the ball i talked to garrett taylor who is a senior safety for Penn State? He is a captain this year on the defense, and he has played for four years, he's been on the team for five years. So he's seen a lot of the Penn State program. So it's very interesting to chat to him about how personally he's uh, some of his preparation for football has gone and just how the whole Penn State program has changed uh, over the years. So that's going to be about a three and a half minute interview. Very uh, good stuff from uh, Garrett Taylor. So I hope you guys enjoy that. How would you say your college experience has been at Penn State playing football now that it's you only got one game left?
0: Uh, I think I've had a, you know, a great experience. You know, I've been blessed to be a part you know, of you know, the Big Ten Championship team, a uh, team that went to the Rose Bowl, uh, Fiesta Bowl champions. I um, you know, as a senior, undefeated at home, a uh, New Year's 6th game. You no, know, chance to get eleven and 11-season 11 win, so, um, you know, I, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I, I came in, you know, the program was a little bit of turmoil, but, you know, we, we've turned it around, and Coach Feitman's done a really good job of, you know, taking this program to the next level.
1: When you came to Penn State, did there could have, I don't know, there could have been some people maybe like, oh, why are you going there with it was in turmoil? But, I mean, all in all, you're probably pretty happy with your decision, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I had a few, you know, people, you know, kind of give me crap about you know Penn State you know they're never gonna be the same with you know all the sanctions and stuff but you know I saw where this program was going and you know I saw the guys Coach Franco was recruiting you know I wanted to be a part of that Um, and like I said we've turned this thing around and um, it's pretty safe to say that back then that you know no one thought we're gonna be where we are right now so (laughs) I'm happy to be a part of you know a group that, you know, help turn that around.
1: Is there, through each year that you've been, you all, you're all you always trying to get better, but is there specific things from like your freshman year to sophomore year and then junior to senior, like the, the stepping stone, like what kind of changes as you go through the college football realm?
4: The biggest of
0: babies. Um, you know, I think with our process, we really try to focus on going 1-0, know. But, you know, throughout the years, we've started to, you know, begin to talk about, you know, championships, whether that be, you know, Big Ten championships. And, you know, now with the college football playoff, you know, we'll talk about it at the beginning of the year, then, you know, kind of shut that down. And then, you know, at the end of the year, wherever we end up is where we end up. But, you know, our program right now, we have, you know, you know, extremely high expectations. And, you know, that's the standard. That we expect from you know everyone in the program, and I think we we're kind of at that level now that it's it's kind of
1: that's expected, and you know that's where we want to be. So, for you personally, though, are there things that change, like maybe a film you're looking at something one year one year to the next, or like. You're looking at different guys, maybe for opposing teams. Like you see them, obviously the Big Ten East. You see those guys every single year, so you pick up different things throughout the year. So how is that type of change throughout those years? Yeah, I just think throughout my career, like the now, like my knowledge of the game has grown,
0: you know, exponentially. Um, being able to work with Coach Banks for like the last three years um, has been, you know, huge in the help of my growth in my game. And even looking from you know this year to last year, and, you know how fast I'm playing. You know how fast I'm you know diagnosing plays um, you know it's night and day difference um, you know like like you said you know seeing Big Ten offenses each and every year in the Big Ten East you know you start to get a feel of you know their personnel their players um, you know how they kind of want to try to attack you um, so I've, I've grown I've a lot more comfortable and I've been, been to play a lot more fast
1: is there, uh, I've been asking a couple of guys, this, have you tried the Popeyes chicken sandwich I have not. Okay, because I was going to ask if you thought it was better than Chick fil A. I know there's so. a Popeyes here,
0: there's but i like of them here. Yeah, right? I haven't. I think I might try like tonight. Tonight my be the night. Right? All, All right. right, I like it. I like it. All right, uh,
1: thanks for the time. Good luck. We're back here on the Shore Things Best of Show, closing out this 2019 Warren Shore here with you. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review to us on Apple Podcasts and the iHeartRadio podcast app. Tell your friends about us as well. And go check out our Twitter page at... The sure thing. So we just heard from the Penn State players uh, talked about. Hope you enjoyed that. The second half of our Cotton Bowl media day is going to be focusing on the Memphis Tigers. They are playing probably the they probably played the biggest game of their season and their school history yesterday. Uh, first off, we're going to start off with an interview uh, with Everett Cunningham. He uh, went to East Mississippi Community College. Might have heard of them. They were last chance you, the first last chance you. School, so we'll hear from him for a couple of minutes, and then we will uh, reset and get into another very, very uh, interesting guest for the Memphis Tigers. But first up, Everett Cunningham, defensive lineman, by the way, number five going for
4: you so far uh it's very exciting coming down here all the way from memphis um first bowl game is one of the top bowl games and you know not saying football history so it's just exciting
1: is uh is there obviously this is probably the biggest game in memphis uh, history so how does it feel to be a part of that
4: um really we're going down in history for one of the best uh memphis teams so it really a big accomplishment um uh, Knowing that all the hard work and um, bliss on tears, twi- you uh, uh, know what I'm saying, be paid off, so it really just uh, an honor.
1: So this is your first year in Division One football. You played the previous two years at uh, East Mississippi Community College. So How's that step up been from uh, EMCC to playing D1?
4: Uh, the expectations, uh, it don't change because obviously, you know what I'm saying, uh, coming from a winning program and entering a program that's on the rise and actually winning, so it just... You know what I'm saying? Just the same. But as for Division One football, of course, it's a big difference. Uh, knowing what to do, how to do it, when to do it. It's just, you know what I'm saying, all the learning experience.
1: So East Mississippi, they were known for the last chance, you and that. You still had the coach their buddy, Stevens. How was how was that experience like?
4: Oh, it was one of a kind. Uh, buddy Steve, he's a great man, great coach. He uh, leads you. He don't tell you nothing wrong. And um, being out at EMCC, it just really just a stepping stone, so I just took it as I, uh, I could.
1: Was one of the reasons you went there was, be- I, the show obviously wasn't there when you were there, but mm-hmm. was that one of the reasons you saw the exposure it had and you could see kind of how the program was before you even got there, how it was ran and things like those?
4: Uh, really, all my life I always wanted to go there, but obviously uh, if anything bigger as of offers and I was going to go to Division 1 football, but you know what I'm saying, uh, senior came around, offers didn't the show, so EMCC, that's where I
1: went. I appreciate it. Good luck. So there you just heard from Everett Cunningham, defensive lineman for the Memphis Tigers. He'll be there uh, next year again. So I thought that was pretty fascinating uh, stuff here. Now we are going to talk to Kadarian Jones, wide receiver, senior wide receiver. Went to Kimball High School right here in Dallas. Played his final game yesterday in the Cotton Bowl. Pretty awesome story for him. So you can imagine he was A lot of people were wanting to talk to him, so he was great. And we got into the Texas barbecue, the start of the Texas barbecue debate uh, with him. We'll hear from two more along those lines. And I also have some buddies that live in Memphis. We went to, they texted me to ask him which uh, food places he thought were better. So uh, we get into that as well. So hope you enjoy Kadarian Jones. How's it going? I'm great, how are you? Welcome back to Dallas. Yes, sir. Uh, so you went to Kimball. You played here a couple times. Yes, sir. Four, uh, you're going to play in four, four bowl games. Your are retro, you're still made one. So how, this is like your home bowl game. It's got to be pretty awesome to end your career right here.
5: Yeah, it, it's, it's very crazy. Uh, to this day, I still feel like it's surreal. Um, I don't believe that. I'll believe it until the game actually comes Saturday. Uh, I couldn't, I just really couldn't imagine. Uh, I tell people all the time that my plan or your plan is never God's plan, and that's just that's just how it is. Like I can never imagine finishing my last game ever playing in a home, my home stadium, basically. Or you know, it's so it's it's above me. It's it's a blessing. It's surreal. I'm, I'm just very thankful.
1: So the group of five school is always going to be in the Cotton Bowl. So was there? A, you guys were. Obviously had a great season, ranked high, always in that group of five discussion. Was there a, any time in the season, I know you, coaches tell you not to look right, ahead, right, but, right. I mean, it's just sometimes human nature to look ahead. Were you looking ahead at all that, oh, if we beat Cincinnati these both times, well, we're going to play in the con. Well, when did that kind of register you could be playing in this bowl game?
5: Um, so, really, the first time we played Cincinnati that week of, that's when we kind of realized like what we had at stake. Um, we did understand, you know, what we were playing for. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's weekend week out. We have work to do. And without accomplishing those last two wins, then this is never possible. So we know that before we get to anywhere, we have to handle what's at stake first. So, uh, like I said, just day in and day out. Focusing on us, focusing on our opponent one week at a time is, is what allowed us to be here today.
1: So playing for f- four years at the Division I level, you obviously pick up a different type of things, that your preparation or maybe your body stuff? So how has that changed from when you first got on campus at Memphis all the way over to, uh, to your final year?
5: Uh, so as a freshman, of course you come in, you don't really know as much. Uh, You're trying to learn the ropes, trying to get in where you fit in. And as time goes on, you kind of, you know, like I said, you learn what's going on and, you, you improve, you get better. Week in, and week out, year after year, and you just kind of learn and get better and better. So this year, I feel like from from when I first started to now, I've I've learned a lot, football related and non-football uh, related. Uh, I just graduated recently, so it's it's been good.
1: Is it? It's got to help, though, that you play kind of the same teams every year in the conference, so you go go up against the same DB. So do you see them trying to change things, too, throughout, like, looking at tape the previous years? And you're like, oh, I didn't realize that last year when you right. look at tape this year.
5: So, yeah, most definitely. Uh, watching film, there's always things changing, week in and week out, not just by year basis. Uh, so, like, you know, the year ago, playing, I don't know, SMU or somewhere, they might play, zone all game and then turn around next week and play man all game so weekend we it's a difference it's just the preparation watch your family learning uh, what to do and what's best to do and how to win So.
1: alright so I'm going to be actually in Memphis next week okay. what are some things that I should do I've never uh, been there before never been to Memphis yeah okay. but I got friends that live there okay so. uh, Bill Street for sure yeah of course obviously
5: uh, there are a lot of food places you can try a lot of barbecue uh, I recommend one and only okay Uh
1: I'll tell you what they said. They said, hold on, let me look it up right here. They, uh, they said, which has the better wings, Ching's or Uncle Lou's? Ching's. Okay, and then the, what's the best barbecue? One and only. Okay, because they said Commissary, Ren... Oh, Redevers. Yeah, or Central.
5: You know, for Endeavors, they have the best nachos. Okay. One and only barbecue has the best barbecue overall. Okay.
1: Uh, and then on the barbecue lines... Do you like Texas barbecue Texas better? For sure. Okay.
5: Smokey Joe's barbecue is my number one spot.
1: All right. And Records is number two. What is, Have you been to Pecan Lodge ever? I have not. Okay, it's in Deep Ellum. Okay. It's pretty good, but you gotta wait in like a line for 40 minutes or sometimes because everyone likes it. It's very good. But what what is the difference, I guess? Why? Is it just you grew up on the Texas barbecue? Uh,
5: to me, I'm a big sauce guy. Okay. So the sauces are a lot different from, from my liking. Uh, Memphis sauces are more. Spicy on the spicy side mm-hmm. and Texas sauces are more on the sweet side. Okay, so I, I'm a sweet guy, so I like sweets. So, that's all right. my preference.
1: So, you heard what Kadarian Jones's preference was. We got two more Memphis Tigers coming up. We have Taj Washington. I just asked him this one question that's all you're going to hear from Taj, and then Patrick uh, Taylor, he is from uh, Houston. Uh, Taj Washington, he is from Marshall, Texas. I just asked him about the uh, what their favorite barbecue was. Patrick goes a little more in-depth than Taj does, but, hey, you know what? We got some good stuff, and then we'll hear our results uh, after this. I just got a quick one question. Uh, since you're from Texas, do you like Texas barbecue better or Memphis barbecue? I'm going go to go Texas
2: barbecue. Is there a reason why you like that? The barbecue sauce, I mean, okay. Memphis barbecue sauce is kind of sweet for me. All right.
1: All right, that's it. That's- Alright, so you're from Texas. What do you prefer? You can sit down if you want. Alright, so you're from Texas. Do you like Texas barbecue better? Do you like Memphis barbecue better? Uh, I'm gonna go Texas barbecue. Okay, what is the reason? Um there's this spot in Houston called Triple J's. It's amazing. So what I get from there is their um, sauce seems to be a big difference in the from the players I've talked to.
5: They're loaded baked potato with with uh, pulled pork in
2: it. It has sauce in it. Oh, it's amazing.
1: So you heard from a mem- couple of Memphis football players. The first guy we heard from, that was Taj Washington. The second, he's a receiver. He's number 18. He's a freshman from Marshall, uh, Texas. The second guy we heard from, yeah, he's from Houston. It's Patrick Taylor. He's a running back, senior running back, so hopefully we see him uh, at the next level. So 3-0, and look, there are nine players from Memphis on the team that are from Texas, only three of them were made available for the media uh, availability yesterday because they only went too deep, so I couldn't do a deep dive. But look, small sample size: Texas three, Memphis zero. Uh, Patrick gave us his full order at his place at Memphis, so you gotta go check. Th- or at, at his place in Houston, so you gotta go uh, check that out. So hope you enjoy our coverage of Cotton Bowl Media Day. Coming up in our next segment, we are gonna talk with Ty Tieholds. We had a couple weeks on when Ryan was out. Uh, the Winter Classic is going to be uh, this coming Wednesday, January 1st. But we're going to talk about uh, the Jim Montgomery situation and replay that because that's a pretty uh, still newsworthy segment. Uh, so that was a good segment that we had tie on for. So coming up next here on the short thing after this quick break is going to be some stars talk with Ty Holt about the Jim Montgomery saga.